All right, guys, we have episode three of Dupes Closet. Today's visitor is Joanne. She's very powerful family. Uh, she's just going to go ahead and introduce herself. And we're going to dive right in. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, we'll, we'll kick it off proper. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a 51 year old mother and light worker and healer and Christed, um, um, Christed consciousness teacher and leader and spiritual enlightenment enthusiast, bringing all that I am in every moment into new versions of me and allowing it to be shared in whatever way that um, spirit um, inspires me. And um, <clears throat> over the many, many years that I've, I've been awakened, um, I've written a few books about ascension and my experiences with the majesty of what I call source, creator, the God, all that is omnipresent light that is affecting everything in our reality, that is our reality. And um, in doing so, it's just taken me down this beautiful path of uh, understanding who I am in the grander omnipresence and allowing all of my outer reality to be more of um, a beautiful harmonic song as opposed to constantly creating the friction stories of separation us and them and light and dark and all of the all of the definitions that we tend to place on what we know to be our outer reality is just what is moving within us as the ever unfolding remembrance of who we are as the all so it's been an incredible journey it's never easy it's always awkward <laughs> you know it's always it's always this new expression of who we are with source and um it's really a paramount and profound time that each and every one of us have right now with these with these refined energies and with refined light that we're given from from the many consciousness and groups and the beings and the heavens that are working with us and through us to really create um, a version of earth that is really um, one that is of unity and harmony and peace and actually serves the greater good yes yes that that is that is <laughs> exactly what we're all aiming to do um, here on the show, we're, we're going to bring it down to, um, to a personal level, because uh, you, you are a beautifully powerful soul, um, just from, like, from some of your videos, you guys, I'm going to plug, I'm going to plug her, uh, her YouTube stuff. She's an amazing speaker, uh, and she, she stoked some, uh, beautiful epiphanies in my mind when I heard her speak. Um, but today I want you to, uh, if you, if you may share the beginning stories of, of how you started off and how you started to understand your, your path as a starseed. Um, and this way it will uh, open the door for many other people that are just so curious about the world. Um, please share. Well, I think it was um, not unlike mo many others when you go through so much trauma and tower moments, if you will, when your world around you seems to be directing you in darkness. Um, because when you're being directed in darkness, you're having to go and face what is within you that needs to come forward and be healed and be acknowledged. So um, it was after this, the birth of my second child, my daughter, 15 years ago. And um, it was just when she was a couple of months old and um, she was having so much challenge um, adjusting to the energy here because she's a high vibrational celestial hybrid child and also not understanding any of it at the time because I didn't, um, I wasn't aware of my consciousness state then. I was always intuitive. I always had these beautiful synchronicities from the world around me. And I knew that I was, um, I didn't understand empathy back then as being an empath. Oh. I, I didn't understand many of what I know now, obviously, um, because I was always an empath as a child and didn't understand why I was always sick, why I was always 
um, tired after being around people. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the strange and the odd occurrences that I had when I was five with the Pleiadians and all of the things that had happened through my life really came down to that moment of awakening um, with my daughter and trying to understand why she was so in such discomfort because I was in such discomfort. And then going to, um, going to a counselor, she advised that I practice meditation because I didn't want to take um, any drugs uh -huh. for covering up what I thought was so much anxiety and trauma that was going on within me of the, the dark dreams that I was having at the time. Okay. And that's how the subconscious allows you and your higher self and your, your spirit guides, you know, yeah. they trigger you with your dreams and they trigger you with images and they trigger you with all of these occurrences to get you to wake up. Yeah, I, I noticed that, uh, you know, when I started my awakening process as well, like, I feel like sometimes uh, higher self lets you kind of bounce off the floor a little bit. He lets you hit it. Like, it, it's not, it could be a hard bottom or it could be a soft bottom. It's all up to how much you need to be awakened. And um, I definitely, I think I was a little bit more open-minded than most people. So I got a very soft bottom. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't easy, but um, it, if you can share with me, um, you, you said you had a um, an encounter with the Pleiadians, and, mm -hmm. that, and that's very interesting to me. If you don't mind, I would love to hear that. Uh, well, there was um, there was many more experiences that are in my peripheral that are there awaiting for me to connect with them because we tend to connect with them when we've um, when we've dealt with the with the with the density that's within us right now that that for what's facing you right now all of everything is within you it's within your field it's within your consciousness and those beautiful joyful moments of being in your higher celestial families and your higher oneness is always there available to us but we must as humans deal with what's in front of us for me because of the vibrations that i came with being a crystal child being an empath being a high vibrational kid a christed leader meaning that my fields and my bodies and my DNA is activated at a very high vibration so that I could affect people around me. Although back in the six, late 60s and 70s and 80s, none of this was ever talked about. None of this was understood. Yeah, because yeah. I have the ability to understand things at a highly experiential ex um, manner. I can explain it in a collective way so that others that are going through awakening can also understand it. So now I understand why I went through what I did. Part mm -hmm. of the discomfort of my, my experience was that I was always very lonely never yeah. feeling never feeling as if I, I was really meant to be here and so those experiences have brought forward in and through my awakening various moments of signposts through which i would remember that i've come here with a higher vibrational celestial family for a greater purpose to serve the collective so that there's a multi-dimensional reason why that happens yeah. is because it allows us to stay grounded as human, to love our role being human, to appreciate our role being human, to appreciate how valued we are as higher vibrational beings. And then to also allow us to know that we are always loved and cared for. And we're always a part of a family, even though that it might not seem to be the one in front of you, but that mm -hmm. there was always love and there was always beings around you that love you and care for you and will take care of you. And so we call those energies in when we need them, when we feel the most in despair, when we feel the most profoundly challenged. So my experience when I was five was just before children go into elementary school, when they have to face a myriad of social situations. Um, and because of the, um, the household that I came from was very dysfunctional, the Pleiadians came to adjust my heart chakra so that I would not be as open empathetically and energetically so that I could survive in the world <laughs> because I was, I was highly active in energy yeah. um, because of the environments that I was being placed in, it would have been very detrimental to my overall mission, if you will. And so 
um, one night while we were watching a very popular program, and I wrote about this in my books, um, Hee Haw. It was an entertainment show of country music and jokes. And um, there was these two characters that wear overalls and one had a pitchfork and they had straw hats. And we were all, my sisters and I were sitting on the floor. And just as they, they, they came on the TV, the doorbell rang. Nobody heard the doorbell, but me. I got up and I walked to the door and those two beings were at the door, the ones that I had just seen on TV. And I looked at them in so much happiness and so much joy because vibrationally I knew who they were. Mm -hmm. um, and they took me upon the ship and we did um, adjustments on my heart chakra and then I was brought back. This happened within the matter of a second or two. And then yeah. um, because time here is not what time is because we do not understand the, the non-existence of time, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And so, but me and my little body thought that it was an experience that lasted, you know, a day with them, um, going on the ship and playing with them and being with them and having these beautiful experiences with them. But it really only happened in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Uh, and then I went back upstairs and, you know, proceeded doing family things. And um, that was, that memory was um, veiled until I was awake. Then wow. when I was awake, because they want you to, those of us that have come here for these profound collective missions, we create those veils so that we can continue trying to assimilate to human life. Yeah, yeah, because if, if they weren't there, it would be a lot harder on, on the individual uh, yeah. to, even, to even maintain. Because I, I remember when, um, when I was kind of going through uh, my awakening process, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I was going through a lot of family issues. Yes. Um, and I felt like uh, whoever my guardians were, I, I, I did ask them uh, to close my heart a little bit because I, I, I was always very empathetic as well. Um, yeah. I'm Pisces. I, I like, I'm very just like, I don't know. I'm just like a lovely kind of guy. I've always been a sensitive dude. And yeah. um, during this time with my family uh, going through their cycles um, and, and, and being a witness to their struggles, um, I feel like something, something about me closed down and I was yeah. able to, to like almost hyper-focus on, yes. on what I was yeah. going through, but yeah. without like it tearing me apart in a different type of way. Um, but then after uh, once, once I had to unseal the heart, uh, you still have to deal with all the pain. Yes, and man, that was no joke. Because um, I, I, I'm a chronic journaler. I journal all the yeah. time. Yeah. So for the longest time, I was trying to get people to like look at my book. Just look at it because I, it was really me who needed to look at my own pain. I just yeah. didn't want to. It was so silly, but it was it was really really <laughs> uh, tough. Um, it, I noticed that during my ascension, the, like the way my higher self has played it for me is very much like I'm my own uh, person to overcome. I don't really feel like my own enemy, but I feel like I've set things up for myself, like to kind of like, haha, you figured it out. Like little tiny puzzles yes, everywhere. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's been, it's been the glory of life. Definitely. Um, yeah. When, when you're going through um, your awakening uh, with your, with your daughter, uh, how were how were some of those beginning experiences? Because that's that's beautiful to 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 bring life into the world, and then on top of that, usher in like a whole nother reality with it. Yes. Um, that's a beautiful story. Well, I mean, it was um, 
it started to, you know, it's like the connect the dots, you know, as soon as you mm. awaken and you start connecting the dots to all the synchronistic experiences that occurred in your childhood, why you felt the way you did, why you understood things in a way that others didn't even seem to understand or want to understand. And so that part was a lot as you get that, you get that exploration of, you know, I finally feel as if I'm sorting myself out and you don't have to feel so separate, if you will. So all of those moments are, you know, a bit more um, enlightening to be a part of something that you felt so disconnected from. Um, and you get to be that navigator, you get to be that one that commands your own ship into understanding that, wow, I can actually feel better about who I am as this, as this being that is trying to navigate things that are so challenging. Um, and then what my primary concern of why I did what I did was because I wanted to be the best mom. I didn't want to have these distractions of darkness and these dreams that were really debilitating me um, because they were very dark um, and not understanding if I had gone through a life where I felt as if I did the best I could to be the best person I could, why would these energies be experiencing through me? Um, but they were because there was all the gifts that I had had veiled for specific reasons. And then when it was time for me to get tuned into my mission and connect with my mission, there were those veils that needed to be released then. Yeah. And so to do that, the subconscious brings forward the densest moments that we have within ourselves to start recognizing who we are as a grander version and begin our own self-healing because we bring them forward we don't understand it in this lower consciousness mind, the 3D mind, if you will, because we're always told that we're less than and we don't have the power of who we are as source to heal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we choose those darkest moments to, you know, as the counselor had said to me that day, um, I had heard about meditation for about a year before that, but I was too insecure. You know, maybe I'm not doing it right, but it wasn't until that I was faced with, you know, dark energies within my subconscious that I had to bring those forward in a way and she said if you're bringing it forward in your dreams you're strong enough and you have the power to, to face them and so that great that gave me great promise because one thing that I you know went to her for with the intention was that I didn't want to go on any medication for such anxiety and I was making myself stay awake because I didn't want to have those dreams and so it was not being a, a very um, present mother if I'm not sleeping because I'm afraid to have dreams and I'm trying to take care of young children. Yeah. And that's, you know, you have to take yourself to those places at a, your higher self knows, your soul knows, and your consciousness knows that you've, you've got this. But when you've come from such dense paradigms of fear and separation, we go through the minutia of what society thinks and how society thinks we need to deal with who we are as beings. We are all gamuts of our universe. We are, we are all light, we are all dark, we are, we've played all roles, we've been in all bodies, but we're never told this. Therefore, it comes with such, with such fearful stigma about our lack of sense of self because we've, we've given our power away to outside systems of fear and control that say, Oh no, you must go here to get that. You must go there to get that, to define who you are. You got to work out that to your, no, we are all aspects. When you're ready to understand that and heal that, then you don't need to feel so um, self depleting and self demeaning that. Yeah. Self deprecating too. <laughs> um, yeah. And definitely uh, one of the hardest boxes to climb out of uh, when I was starting my process was uh, feeling more, feeling powerful. Um, we, yes. yeah, from, from such a young age, we've been uh, taught that we're not powerful and that we can't do things. 
And then just so many people saying you can't do stuff. And <laughs> I, all, all my life, like anytime someone has told me I can't do something, I must do it. Like, <laughs> I don't know who brought me into the world with that program, but I definitely know uh, that it was a blessing. Um, I feel like a lot of my life uh, when, yeah, I just, I, I hear people say you can't do something. And it's just that they, they, they're, they're, they've trapped themselves in a mental box. Once you, once you start to unpeel those walls, um, and those walls are made up of a lot of things, science, religion, your parents' beliefs, your beliefs, those are the things that kind of keep you boxed in. Uh, once you let down those walls and you realize that like you're free to be powerful, you're free to dream, and, yeah. and it's okay to be sensitive, those yeah. emotions, those are your power, those are your strengths. And um, once you start taking the control of what's going on in your world, um, and, and you realize that you're the solution, and, yes. and, <laughs> and, and the way you solve the problem may not even be conventionally. Yes. Uh, it's usually just by doing the thing you're good at. Um, well, you know, you're, you're so, you're such a wise little young soul. Oh my goodness. You are, <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're very similar to my kids that my kids get so frustrated with the school systems because they're, they don't inspire creative expression and intuitive expression. There's, they're very, and I've been a, I've been an advocate for this for many, many years, way before anybody even knew about awakening. Mm -hmm. But one of my passions was to shift the global perspective of the inventiveness and the mastership of children and they come here with different dna therefore we shouldn't be sticking them within systems that are hundreds of years old that right. are their brains just do not understand and conceptualize the way that ours did when, back in the 80s so it's really your your energy and your intuitions and your inspirations and your inner strength to be exactly who you are is exactly why you're here because you're inspiring your unique sense of beingness and your authenticity to be who you are inspires so many that are also saying i've come from systems that just didn't work for me but you guys are at the age where you have so much energy i say energy in the in the word and the meaning of that means it's like the wave, the energy that moves within the oceans, the magnetic pull from the moon and how we are moving within our galaxy. These children are that energy beneath the oceans that bring that wave to wash over all old systems and allow us that vibrational inspiration as that car is turned on, that spark of energy that you guys have within you to change all things because you understand that your energy is the catalyst and the catapult to brand new worlds. I, I definitely feel uh, that, yeah, this, this, there's this age group uh, that's been, because all my teachers, all the people that have gotten me to, to the level of my understanding, they're, they're around your age. Like you, you're the type of people that I was looking up to when they were like, hey, you're an indigo and there's a reason why you had it hard because you're strong. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it, it, like I said, I, I went back to sleep a little bit when I was in the, in the military because my, my focus were on more worldly things because I had always been in my higher chakras. The military yes. forced me into my lower chakras. Yes. Um, and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> but but it was so it was so uh transforming because it was it was very like I said knowing that pain once yes. I came back up into my higher chakras it, it threw my my whole perspective of life um in, into just a, a, a different perspective yeah. <laughs> the paradigm shifted and yeah. I realized like how like my I, I feel like the the understanding of like hard and soft were just completely different uh yeah. my, my balancing of masculine and feminine had changed as well because I'd seen women that had gone to war 
and I've seen men that stay at home and take care of people like just the, yeah. the 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 introduction to all these different types of people from so many different places yeah. uh expanded my knowledge and in as star seeds um we have this ability that like when we see people we take in more than just what our eyes see we get almost like a, a piece a snapshot of their story and yeah. it gets shared with inside of all of us yes and so when I went into the service, I feel like I, I brushed shoulders with some some heroes that yeah. I feel like um, and I heard some stories that I feel like now live forever with inside of me. Um, yeah. and, I, and, and with that, I'm bringing them all out of that that deep cycle of uh, perpetuated, you know, uh, suffering that is war. And I'm bringing them onto land uh, through through the ship that is my body. Um, yeah. One of the things you mentioned uh, during our conversation was actually just kind of uh, like that that notion of uh, the body and, and, and ship and the mentality of that, you know, we're, we're kind of in a sea right now of possibilities. And I think that type of higher level, uh, I don't know, comparison uh, yeah. or perspective of, of reality is actually very interesting. How yeah. did you like, what, what do you think about that type of uh, mentality that we're ships and we bring people along in, in that fashion? Uh, well, we have to we have to allow ourselves to become just be. That means that we are in essence all aspects of energy. We're essence of all source, sources in all things, sources in the flowers, the grass, the grand of grain of sand, the tree, the the roots of the tree, the earth sources all things and all things in between the void not the void source is all we are all we have individual aspects of consciousness that have been split off from the source from the most high we say most high because that's the only words that our brains can delineate and understand um, anything outside ourselves as upper and lower and denser and higher so we want to get away from those limiting perspectives and just understand that we are the all and in this all there is a soup of playground of energy we get to choose through our excitement of who we are within that centering of who we are that omnipresence of our own sovereignty which is what the christ jesus had come to show as a master as many other masters in that were placed in religions we have to understand that masters come into a world as high vibrational beings and they are placed either by the society or people around them or by their own choosing into certain sects of religion. However, the religion doesn't define them as the master, they come as a master, just, yeah. as, just as the children do. So these masters come as high vibrational beings that understand the consciousness of the all that is source to know that within who we are and aligning with who we are as spirit, we create the world around us. Therefore, thus then, if we choose to create a world and a reality that, that appears to be matter filled, a desk, a chair, a couch, the ocean, the trees, we are the creators of that resource. However, we've been doing it from the consciousness level that shows us that we are not important, that we are not with source, that we are limited in our co-creative abilities, that we cannot heal our bodies. We've, we've come with the with the disconnect of our remembrance of who we are as pure light, as pure spirit. And so, um, and if you choose to get there through the avenues and pathways of religion, then so be it. It doesn't matter. Source doesn't, if you're here, everybody's here for a unique reason to experience themselves as omnipresent, powerful beings of creatorhood through matter. We are spirit creating matter. Therefore, yeah. we, create, we create the oceans. Anyone's experience of the ocean is different on this planet. I can experience the ocean on this earth, my vibrational earth, because my vibration of my creator who the source is different than the person that's sitting next to me. Yeah. So 
the omnipresence is the all that is. It's the all that is energetic desire of love and evolution. We then, as a consciousness being, a soul, if you will, saying that I want to experience this with source. I'm going to experience being a compassionate empath. I want to experience creating healing centers. I want to experience having beautiful education systems for children. Whatever it is that we come with as an excitement, because source knows at the grander micro macro experience, omnipresent mean that not only this universe, but universes all around us are always flowing in and out of each other for all of evolution. So source knows what each soul would be excited to co-create with source. Source knows, spirit knows, your higher self, your guides, your teams, everybody knows. We have been disconnected from that higher knowing. In our awakening, in our remembrance, we get reconnected with that higher knowing to say, wow, I've had this excitement for a reason, because there's also other aspects of me on another universe that I'm threading these energies and these, these excitements and these inspirations so that the all of me throughout the omnipresence of the all is learning from all aspects of me, from the most dense to the most highest. And so the omnipresent is just this beautiful liquid soup of source. We mm. matter, we bring matter to our bodies because we want the experience of what that matter feels like so that we can choose to change our physical world, if you will, with many others that also want that physical experience. Mm. And so that ocean experience is that way that we can simplify, if you will, because others have challenge letting their minds go into the all because the all is undefinable. It's undeniable. Just like as if we explain the heavens, we can't explain the heavens. It's undeniable. It's something we don't have words for. Mm -hmm. So the ocean, the ocean metaphor allows us to understand a micro macro perspective of these omnipresent vibrational energetic soup that we all exist within each and every one of us are those catalysts of energy within the ocean that get to inspire something new, like a dolphin jumping up and going through a hoop of flowers. Yeah. Actually, I think you broke that down very gracefully uh, because that was a very complex idea that yes. it took me a very long time to wrap my head around. And I'm going to break it down even further, guys. So if you can imagine the, the source as infinite possibilities. Okay, now you have all the infinite possibilities in your head. Now we're going to imagine those possibilities as water. Now, infinite water. So like if you, if you were to look into the microscopic you know, uh, particles of the water, there would be an infinite amount of water. That's all the possibilities. You are sitting in that soup, guys. And, 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 and what we're breaking down is that when, when masters are born into this world, they're born with a perfect perception of under, like, like a, a higher perception of understanding of this cosmic soup that we're in. Now, once you guys start awakening, you start to understand that, oh, okay, I am literally a sea creature and I can, I can do things in this water. I am functional. Yeah. Um, but now you have to start fixing your perception of the soup that you're in. So before yeah. you didn't even know you were in the water. Now you know you're in the water. Yes. Now you have to understand that you're like a master swimmer. <laughs> and, and the only way to come into that knowing is by is by changing your perception around you so it's not necessarily the book knowledge guys yes it's the yeah. no it's the understanding it's a flexibility of the way that you choose to perceive the world around you and um the more you say yes the easier it becomes um yeah. the i think the quickest way to knock down that barrier guys is to think that yeah. like non-fiction there is no non-fiction there's just fiction <laughs> you just can't perceive all of it and that's yeah, okay. yeah. And, it, and it's how it's how we in um we have to understand that it's like um how we've delineated school if you will mm. however we're going to be changing that because they say that you can't do my, my kids have said to me many times you know when they were in grade school 
well, I can't do algebra because we've been told that we don't get algebra till grade 11 or 12. And I said, why do you think there's people on this planet and the, the beings on our planet that are disproving those, those limited definitions of who you think you are and what you're told you are and how you just shut off because you think you're not going to learn algebra till your grade 11. You are far more masterful than the teachers that teach you who says you can't learn algebra right now. Mm-hmm. So, and then with this, with the pandemic, you know, the, the children are told that um, all of these fearful experiences that they're not in charge of their bodies. They're not in charge of knowing that their vibration will attract anything that, that their soul is willing to attract for the lesson that the soul wants to come with. They're not told that their DNA, that their, their light within their body, that their, their belief and their knowing of who they are as source will never attract any diseases. But they're not told that. They're stuck within a collective of limitations and rules and boundaries that limit who they are as consciousness. Your consciousness is king. Your consciousness is queen. If you come here with the knowing that as thy name is, I am, Jesus, as my name is, I am, that's why Jesus was able to create the miracles that he was. He was matching the vibrational allness of source. Mm-hmm. Source says, everything will be laid before you. But do you know that? Do you believe that? Do you, do you know of your worthiness of that? You are seeds in the garden. How may you bloom? How may you know this of yourself? Actually, I think you made a really interesting point uh, about, you know, we've been jumping around a lot, but it's okay because I actually really like this free flow style. Um, We were talking, you mentioned uh, that, you know, the kids kind of going through the corona lockdowns, uh, especially those that inhabit master level perceptions. Uh, Actually, I I think that's, it's going to be a huge wake up call for them. Think about this. You know, you have a year where a lot of these, these, you know, these children with higher perceptions have, they've now run into uh, a, a conflict of what they see and what they're being told. And a lot of these, some yes. of them are younger than others. Uh, so they don't, like, they may be bolder with their ideas than, than you know, some of the others. Um, I, I think that these, these younger souls that have come into this conflict and have decided that they are stronger than the conflict itself. I think yeah. those kids, when they become like as they continue their journey, those are going to be some move. Those are going to be some big shakers and movers, um, in in the collective uh, consciousness and how we experience things. I, I see those guys as um, like man, we don't understand how how important our children are. They are literally the next step, and <laughs> and like the work that you've been doing all your life. Thank you so much. Uh, for trying to bring that into awareness, because uh, yeah, our school system, guys, is not—it's not right. Like, it, it's not right at all. Um, well, we, we have to. Um, the uh, what part of my excitement was always I, because of um, my my capabilities about energy and to feel energy and to sense it and to read it and to know it and to receive those downloads from the many councils I come from, is that I'm able to see at whatever source and whatever spirit offers to me the the design, if you will, of the infinite layers of vibration that we have to experience and why there is such an elegant design and purpose to everything. The smallest aspect of life, there's a purpose. Source, the mother and the father creators understand this. That's why we have to move through those experiences of balancing our mother energies, our father energies, and becoming that sacred child that's curious about everything. To remember who we are as evolutionary beings through curiosity, through excitement, through exploration. And this is why we've been... um, coming from the systems that we have because they've served us. So let's celebrate and honor it. 
not create protest and damning about it, but accept it as a part of our beautiful story and open up into the infinite possibilities that each and every one of us are to that omnipresent experience. We are so beautiful in color and exploration and diversity. This planet will be the most diverse experience in our galaxy. So let's celebrate that. Let's, yeah. let's create the oneness from that because that's why we're all here. I think we're, we're in a perfect position as, as in you know 2021 year one here for us mm -hmm. to just collectively take the next step and be like you know all that stuff that has been in the past that like you said was a dark chapter in our collective story and we can move past it mm -hmm. um, especially because we have so many people have taken the time to sit down and reevaluate their lives and 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 you know some people have worked on cleaning it out because they had no no choice but to you know, when you, when you can't go home or when you can't go to work to, to run away from the problems, the problems start feeling like they're right on your shoulder. And so I, I really feel like the spring cleaning that we had all last year, um, I think we're going to really start seeing the, the flowers uh, start to bloom on this uh, here in the next couple of months. I, I've been noticing it uh, at least in nature recently. I've been going outside and when the sun rises in the morning and when it sets at night, you see this like this beautiful orchestra of colors now uh, that, that I've never seen before. And, and I, I can't lie to myself. I can't say that the sun has been like that the whole time because it definitely has not. <laughs> and, and I can see, I can see that I can see it changing, but I also yeah. see a lot of people not looking up either. So <laughs> um, well, they're gonna have to eventually. Yes, well, but well, you're giving yourself the most dynamic experience within the soup. You're allowing yourself to see the, the variety of experience that Source wants you to explore because that's evolution. You wouldn't understand the beauty of how the sun rises if you didn't see that, the you know, the fall of the sun and the, the people having the most challenging and difficult times because that inspires each and every one of us with the compassion within ourselves to help one another. That's what we've, we've, we've been um, talking about on our YouTube for about two or three months now is the inspiration and the ignition of socio-altruism, where we're taking ourselves out of the limiting programs that have held us separate and held us in definitions of, of income and race and, and color and our sexual preferences and allowing ourselves to become one within the all through socio-altruism and understanding that if there wasn't that diversity of understanding and seeing one another in our wholeness because for you to stand before me you're allowing me to see another aspect of my wholeness so we require those reflections to one another for one another through one another so that we understand that we are the omnipresence and how can we begin to be altruistic within this and stop being a part of the petty separation and them and us and light and dark and um not everyone understanding one another's point of view that's not the point we're here to just simply accept and allow and become the wholeness of all stories. Yeah, I, I, I when you when you speak those words, like I, I have a very distinct picture in my head where I see just neighbors coming outside and like looking at each other and like, you are me the whole time, what? And then they give each other hugs, and then they're finally like, like finally the the, the arms can come down and the shields can drop, and like, oh, it was just me being mm -hmm. me. And, yeah. then, and then and then there'll probably be like a giant party for a while, probably a good 10 years of partying. And then, and then, then, then probably like a good three years of cleaning that shit up. And then, and then we can start being good and taking care of everybody the right way. Like, and, and step into the intergalactic, you know, position that, 
that um you know we we are are in um because you know the way i see the the, the earth is, is a is a sort of living library like i said we are the, those living stories and i think uh, a lot of beings uh, especially once you start getting attuned to the spirit realm and you're able to um share your stories with these guys um i for me at least i've noticed that um there's a lot of entities that just want to hear it like they yeah. just want to hear the stories they just yeah. they, they're so interested in what's going on over here and there's such a thick veil of secrecy and um like delusion so that when 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 people are actually starting to pierce that veil and connect with the other side they want to talk they want to hear your stories they want to be around they want to be noticed and so yeah. you have to also come with very strong boundaries because just like <laughs> If you go, but if you go, if you, if you allow yourself to just surrender all beliefs of limitation of what you thought you were placed in the boxes and the boundaries of what your mind and your heart are able to conceptualize when your mind and your heart are harmonized as source, you understand that there is no separation of anything. A drop of water will always flow to find the next drop of water. It's no mm -hmm. different to the harmonic song. We are each vibrations. <laughs> Sex, the bees, all that we need on our planet, the Gaia, she's a vibrational song. She calls in what she needs for us. She's in tune with each and every one of our hearts, what we need for healing, the, the, the herbs and the tonics and everything that we need to be a beautiful collective song that won't need synthetic drugs, that won't need wars, that won't need boundaries and walls. We don't require what the human lower mind thinks of to be safe and to be sacred no sacredness is understanding that it's all required and the planet will provide to us all things because it's one we're all flowing together we've just never seen it that way because our beliefs have held us separate as if there's something to fear as if there's something to know that that country doesn't doesn't require us and we don't require them and then boundaries and walls are built and then you know war systems are created because then you know all of the things that greed and fear collect with within one another and that's the story that's fine but we don't have to choose to spend our attention and our focus and our intention there yeah i i think the i think what will help so many people is um you know uh and maybe this was a a good step for for the corona thing because everybody's getting now connected with zoom like they're like it, it's kind of forcing society to engage with the with the the communication era and with that comes another uh, step yeah. out of perception too, because now people are starting to realize, because they're starting to gather on the internet that there, there's like a whole nother realm of perception. Like there's a whole nother place that exists where people are sharing space uh, and ideas. And then on top yeah. of that, once you kind of start to integrate that idea, you're like, okay, now I'm just me, but now I can go on the internet and I can talk to a thousand people that at least we have one thing in common, which is that we all understand that source exists. But let's just say that. Yeah. Um, now, from there, you can you can zoom out. Even well, further. they were showing. Um, oh. Wait, you were saying something? Yes, they were showing me yesterday. Um, <clears throat> the councils were showing me that the um, from our unique perspective. Um, it's just taking yourself out of the psyche and, and allowing yourself to be spirit because spirit knows the common thread is you and love. There is only love. There is only you. You are showing yourself the infinite aspects of love that you can create so that your soul can kind of expand within the lessons of what you've created as that reflection. Mm -hmm. They are all aspects of an integral part of your coming together in your wholeness because it's impossible for anything in our experience of all the omnipresent because that's source creator. It's all. 
How are we able to think that that's not me? No, we are a family of one and there is love there. We are here as a family of love. It allows you to see what in this am I love? How am I allowing myself to feel separate? What's that friction story within me that says you're not me or I have an attitude or a judgment about your perspective of your life. That's, that's when we need to start breaking it down and saying, through the allowance and through acceptance of who we are as unique diverse beings of oneness, I can accept your perspective and allow you to move about your life and not feel as if it's a safety issue for me to be exactly yeah. who I am. So yeah. that story of there is only you and there is only love. So that allows us to see through the eyes of our oneness. It's all you. It's just allowing you to see the various things that you need within the story of you. So mm -hmm. you can start releasing those limitations and those stories that held you in judgment or separation. Yeah, that, that one common understanding, if everybody can bring that in, is that you know you you're you're the you're the one. <laughs> and and you and then from there the accepting of everybody's perceptions and stories and in regards to sovereignty of each other is, is yeah. important. But once you accept that, like you guys don't understand the, the beauty that, that comes out of everyone sharing their story from the perspective of their divine uniqueness. It would be like a monster mash on planet Earth. Like everybody would would be wearing their their outsides on the insides in a great way. And <laughs> and I I just I would love to see like a new. It, it would be a renaissance of of thought and idea. Um and I and I really feel like it like we're on the precipice of it. But there is there is some spring cleaning that's still getting done. Um because I feel like it's weird. Like sources working at, from the top down and from the down up. And yeah. uh, we're all gonna meet in the middle, and uh, this—that's what this weird feeling, this uh, this inevitability that we all feel kind of together right now of uh, this almost like an unwrapping, like a giant Christmas present that we haven't seen what was inside of it this whole time. That's why all the spirits are here. We all want to see what's gonna happen, and I really feel like um, I feel like right now as humanity, we're climbing that uh, that high dive, and we're looking off the edge off of all the possibilities and we're all about to take that collective jump into the next step and uh, i think it's about to be very beautiful hey i'm going to take a just like a quick five minute break okay thank you all right five minutes go for it all right we're back so <laughs> we're going to get this going with another question so what was during during your awakening process what was one of the the hardest challenges for you uh, like what were one of the biggest parts for your overcoming um and and how that how how that presented itself to you um well i think the it's a continuation of my my whole life theme and and this is part of my story that i'm here to bring the children because i'm very connected with the children's collective and that is um feeling like you're home when you don't feel like you fit and you don't feel like you're meant to be here and this is something that is synonymous with you know, with so many people that are crystal kids and hybrid children and, you know, high vibrational kids trying to fit into systems where they don't feel acclimatized to anything. It just feels rigid and restricting and refining. And when you do allow that creative, um, spiritual, happy, joyous being of who you are to come out and share it, um, it's met constantly with um, restriction and, and negative and, and bullying and all of those feedbacks that change who we are. But um, that's, the, that's the most challenging is that when you do become an awakened uh, 
remember who you are as spirit, all you want to do is be loving and joyful and share it. But there's those in the environment and the systems and all that we come to to change that reflection. Because remember, we are our reality. So it's the in the awakening that we get to infuse the light and we get to infuse oneness. We get to infuse not being lonely. We get to infuse being accepted and belonging. That's the that's the purpose of my life story is to know that it perceives as if it's lonely and and unchangeable but we are the ones that bring heaven to earth through us because we get to infuse the light of who we are in everything yeah i i think that's actually one of the biggest things uh in you know that that we've been indoctrinated is is that like we we are the answer like yeah. you know we're there's no savior like and you don't need one because there's nothing to be saved from like you're yeah. it's okay like yeah. yes you're you're going through a tough lesson and it's hard and then you know how it feels like you're alone, but you're not. And mm -hmm. and you don't need somebody to save you. You you just you need to play your role. And yeah. and it's okay. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people um I think they they know that they have this this greatness uh in potential that sleeps within them. Uh, but it's the fear that always paralyzes people. And um, and that's why that's why as star seeds and, and and you know that's why it's important on the show is to come out and show that courage that like when when a star seed comes out and shows his voice when they roar, yeah. the world listens. Yeah. The Matrix wants you to do these things. Like it it's built. It it looks like a system of repression, but really it's a pressure cooker, so that you can go ahead and, and shine and and be that flower that you truly are. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like once you once you step your first couple steps out into that ocean into that sea of possibilities um you'll be surprised how you know as, as soon as you 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 give in to the belief once you let source be the flow it catches you every step you take you feel source under your feet holding yeah. you and and you'll in the the mindset is not that you're gonna have a bunch of money or success is gonna come and be the thing that you know your life is gonna be great. No no no, uh, it's that like you're gonna always have exactly what you need when you need it. Yeah. And, and you're in a beautiful movie of your unraveling in a great way. And yeah. um, it's all up to you on how you would like to uh, how you respond to how you respond to your movie as it's playing. And and like you said, we're the projectors of real our reality. And um, the biggest thing we got to work on, guys, is our perception. So, like, if we're, if, if we are the projectors, then our perceptions is the lens. And so if our lens is all dirty because we don't think we can do it or, you know, we don't think we're good enough or that our voice doesn't deserve to be heard, you're looking at your reality through a dirty lens. And, and you're not letting your full light shine onto the universe that, that is you. And so when, when you start to open up those doors and allow yourself to be authentic, be you with all of your, 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 your bobs and whistles, whatever makes you eccentric, do it. Yeah. And yeah. you start to realize that like, that's exactly what the system wants you to do in a good way. Like the, the, the over the good system, the source wants you to be you and he will always back you as long as you're, you're, you're respecting others and yourself and, you, and you're being yourself. And uh, yeah, it's just a, a great, a great realization um, and, and, and empowering lesson to learn. Definitely. Um, do you, what are, what are some, some people uh, or stories that are uh, of forgiveness? Uh, Cause that's always something that we all 
uh, especially um, us, of, uh, you know, the crystal alignment, we always have a lot of forgiving to do, uh, whether that's within ourselves or within others. Um, you know, can you share a story of forgiveness with me? Well, I think the biggest one that our collective will be facing is the um, profundity of the children collective and how they have been um, dishonored and and um, trafficked and, and the things that we have done in the vibrations of separation and greed and power over others. And so that will be humanity's greatest forgiveness that we're going to be healing and creating healing systems for all of the children that have been um, you know, affected and all of the, the, there's not an aspect of life that is not affected by any type of um, abuse or um, control of free will. And so that those are the greatest um, forgiveness stories that our planet and our collective will move through. And we will, we are, we are filled with such love and compassion that in our awakening of understanding and being who we are and really truly speaking the voice of thy free will, which is what the most powerful lesson um, the councils have been showing me over the past years so that I could um, reflect it to the collective as much as possible is the recentering and remembering of who you are within so that you are in complete, complete commandmentship of your body, of your mental space, your spiritual space, and honoring your free will and your spiritual voice, meaning that it's okay for me to say what's okay for my body. It's okay for me to speak up in the truth of who I am. It's okay for me to want that healthy, nourishing, safe environment. So we teaching the kids at this from a very early level and not giving our power away to systems and, and um, energies outside of us so that when those experiences do occur as we're moving through the various um, navigations of density, and we always call those energies in so that we remind ourselves of our inner strength to say, no, that's not okay. And I'm going to keep saying no until I'm heard. And we are creating those systems of honoring thy voice of every person, regardless of how small, regardless of skin color, regardless of their own unique story. And so that we're, uh, we're absolutely honoring the value and the sacredness of all life and never, ever taking advantage of any child or any being because of their seemingly, um, disenfranchisement or vulnerability we're allowing ourselves to step into the highest level of human collective compassion which is by the way with love and compassion being the highest frequencies of evolution in our universe so it's very important and why we've created such collective issues like the virus and human trafficking sex trade all of those experiences that will be unfolding within the bathing of light of how much has been um, hidden from our collective but has been always kind of brushed under the carpet that really needs to come to the forefront so that we are reminding ourselves that we are the commandmentship of all that we are and to honor our voice above all, regardless of what seemingly is going on around you or how supported you are around you, to know that you will always be gifted the freedom and the love of your voice that will carry you into safer environments and to those that care for you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, in, in, I think that, yeah, the, the damage done to, to the, uh, to the Christ, the child is, is definitely, um, that's going to be a huge hurdle. Um, and I think it's definitely going to get addressed in the Aquarian age, uh, as it is, you know, the, the empowered child. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot of people, um, you know, you, you're going to, I've definitely been feeling it, this, this coming back of that child mind. Yeah the seeing of all the possibilities and, and, and the respect, like the demanding of respect of the fantasy at the same time. Like, hey, I understand that you may not agree with me on what I'm fantasizing about over here, but it's definitely happening to me and I don't care. 
And I think that's very important. And 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 then and then the thing is, when people start doing that, and then and then they realize that, um, you know, the people that are calling for a protection of these these thoughts, uh, they're going to be open. They they tend to be open people, and so that means that they will allow your story to be told as is. And and like I said, that will be unlocking uh, the gates of freedom for everybody. I I think that um, yeah, forgiving forgiving what's been going on with the trafficking. And, and what's been going on with, you know, even how we treat animals too. Uh, we, nothing has been deemed sacred uh, left on this planet. We've touched it in, in certain ways that uh, need to be fixed. And um, yeah, I think definitely uh, with the light of the new age coming in, we, uh, it, that, that brings a lot of truth. And that truth is gonna bring, um, it's gonna bring a lot of pain to some people that are still sleeping. Uh, but that's what we're here for, guys. Like you, you're ahead of the curve, so that you can be the pillow to catch these guys when they wake up. Um, yeah. And and um, it's gonna be tough because a lot of people, you know, I I've noticed that a lot of people just like, especially the older generation, they have no clue uh, yeah. of like the 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 darkness that people are capable of. Some people, like sweet grandma, she never thinks about child trafficking. Like grandma is thinking about other things, like retirement and chilling like yeah. <laughs> um but when when this comes out and it, and it will um and i think sooner than later uh mm. i think it's something that that we're it's gonna have to be a, a subject that's talked about um on a, on a on a big stage uh because it's it's gonna be a lot of healing and i think the first thing to, to do like the first thing that we're gonna have to do as a collective is start healing um our our own childhoods yeah. Uh, and that's going to come through just sharing those uh, those interpersonal stories, those connections you're going to make with people that resonate with you, um, sharing those those tales of like overcoming and of pain, um, yeah. because that's the only way. It's like squeezing out the wound. Um, yeah. You'll cry, you'll cry, but it's a release altogether. Um, and just to know that your your collective and your um, your demographic is so important as progressive healers in that one doesn't have to think that they have to take, you know, a certificate in holistic healing or to go to med school. The most important catalyst that your demographic and your generation has is the compassion within the heart to help those next to us that are going through trauma that they don't know how to put into words because none of what we've experienced and talked about today has ever been discussed to those that don't know their multidimensional beings, don't know the impact of someone being held against their free will or done something to them against their free will and how it damages the multidimensional body, the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the energetic. And they then bring those manifestations of anger and aggression or self-deprecation um, or self-harming or addictions. So when your demographic is seeing the world around them become a certain way and seeing those close to them going through their own um, minutia and navigation of energy, to reach out with a gentle hand and say, I'm here for you. Is there anything you want to talk about? Those are the paramount opportunities of healing because it's in that communion with one another and sharing one another's stories and allowing one another to be heard and known and understood as belonging. Those are the most profound, compassionate healing stories that you don't need a certificate. You just need to understand that those that are moving through what they're moving through are trying to disconnect from the pain that they've gone through. And we cannot walk in another's shoes unless we open our hearts and say, I'm here, what are, what are you going through? I'm here to help. And you never know that 
there's an infinite number of stories that are written that in your just taking that time to be that compassionate friend and understand without judgment and to offer a hand would be the most beneficial compassionate story that allows that person to know that there is one person that cares there is one person that absolutely knows that they're meant to be here for higher reasons you're sharing of yourself you're sharing of stories you're allowing that to be heard and really compassionately be listened to allows that person to pull themselves out when they were hanging by a thread to know that we're here for one another and that is what a true healer is yeah and 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 i i completely agree with you there i noticed that uh in my life that uh we we do the the our most profound healings when we don't even know it like when when yeah. when you are asking that question of like hey man how's your day for real though like as a friend and and you and that person just shares and and you're just that ear you you opened your heart to somebody's story and like i said you 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 shouldered that that you, you walked with them in their memories in a sense and yes. you made it less painful for them and and that's and that's in truth that's that's what we're all doing we're, we're walking each other out of the the trauma by by listening to each other's anything <laughs> everything and uh and then like i said that's the big point that we're, we're doing right here on the platform is being that story um and, and and telling it um i think that uh we we as a people have a lot of stories that need to get out there and every story is important whether they feature aliens in it or they feature cartoon characters or it's just an average you know the guy who who, who pushes paper for a living like that guy has a story because he's living yeah. his life through his own perception, his own soda yeah. straw that he's experiencing source through. And you know what? There are things that probably bothered that person or or that made him feel really good that he would love to share, but no one, no one takes the time to listen. And so you got to realize that like there are some beautiful stories out there and beautiful things that have been witnessed by yourself as source. That you, the only way that you can even experience them is by having the conversation with the person that lived it so that you can see it in your head. So you have to open up your heart, guys, and you got to listen. Go out there and oh. listen to some stories. Beautiful. It's funny because um, they're, they're reminding me that when we live in this now moment, there is no past and there is no future. It's all now. So every, every, every reality, every lifetime you've ever lived, every body you've ever held is all now. And when you have those epiphany moments where you just... Um, and this is, there's even some, some videos on YouTube where this happens and you're crisscrossing dimensions and you're crisscrossing timelines, going back and forth in timelines, going back and forth in eras so that your soul can grasp the lesson and help one another along the way, because we're all a family of love in the higher realms. And so there's the understanding that we're all beginning to see and be awakened to that when you have those moments of epiphany, when you just know that you need to reach out to someone, you're listening to that inner heart, that intuition, you're being led by your intuitions, then that was a moment through which that person in another timeline right now, another thread of now, another body of now, another planet of now is, is helping you out in another way where you required it. And we play this role, we play these roles for one another through which it doesn't matter that we don't understand the number of bodies and the number of realms and the number of earths and the number of timelines that we come on. What matters is that there's an elegant design of assistance of one another through evolutionary times. And for us to continue as much as we can as hard as it is to have the most compassionate heart because through all timelines, there's a, there's a plan. You might think that like one of my lifetimes, um, I've come here as a, a profound healer and in many of the lifetimes, much of what I've 
dreamt of doing as a healer never was successfully honored because of the tragedies. So this timeline, those are all coming to the fruition and they're all threading together by the number of people that are helping me that are the exact people that I helped save in other timelines of the thread of now. So that the now that I'm experiencing of this vibrational 5D earth becoming is when, again, the divine plan through which just trusting in who you are as a compassionate being, all will be provided because all those times that you did reach out and help, that you did give care for others, that you knew that there was a divine plan, regardless of how that timeline might have ended, because it's, again, it's all now, you're allowing all of those energies of helping and compassion and being there for others to be the upliftment of what you're creating now when it's really, really needed. So just understanding that people come and go in and out of your life, you you come and go out of people's lives for the reasons that are required for healing and compassion. And it will always come back to you. When you reach out and care, it was a timeline where it was your turn to do so. And the more that you do so, you're creating that energetic catalyst that allows you to thread in this now, or your future now, if you will, when you really need that help from others, that energy is there for you to, to help with and people will come because you've already built it. If yeah. Yeah. And, and if you, if you guys can, can understand that, like, and really take that in, to how you operate in your day-to-day -day life like you can be that secret good guy <laughs> in a way like just go out and like you you like i asked myself like what what could what would best jarell do today and like <laughs> i go around and i just play that game like what would best me do and then i would i would do something like pick up trash or yeah. or just like just small things not really like i'm not virtue signaling i'm just doing the thing that I think my best version of me would do at this very moment. And, yeah. um, and then, and then you start to realize that like, the more you do that, the more you start reaching out to other people, because the best thing that you would be doing is helping somebody else usually. And, <laughs> and, and but then you, you wind up realizing that you're in like this huge network of people that love you. And then yeah. You wake up, like you said, you wake up to uh, the multi, uh, the, the multi uh, dimensional aspect of it. Uh, when you start to remember your dreams, guys, you guys got to work on remembering your dreams. Because once you start to remember your dreams, you start to see some of those multi dimensional helpers. And those guys get to work on your behalf, man. Um, I like the, 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 the golden orb with it on for my podcast, like that, that guy himself, his name is Magnus. And I've had dreams where like, I've seen him in third person and um, like, he's helping me create stuff in the future that is in this timeline, but I can only tell him what I needed while I was sleeping because I don't know, but that's just how it was. He, you know, he wanted to show me what it looked like. Yeah. And um, what I'm trying to say guys is that don't limit yourself to just the possibilities of what you can see. Uh, yeah. When you when you offer that hand of assistance to someone, another hand is immediately offering you something else. You just might not see it immediately. Yes. It, but it's definitely there, and it will be there when you need it too. Because it it's it's helped me so much. Um, <laughs> I I I feel very blessed because uh, I, you know, I, I've always been kind of a giver, uh, yeah. and and now I'm working on receiving. And <laughs> once I started saying yes, it's been blessing me so much. And yes. it's not always physical, guys, the things that they're trying to give you. Because sometimes yeah. it's help. Sometimes it's a, uh, sometimes it's advice. And yeah. sometimes it's people trying to get you to, to like, to motivate you to do your highest potential. Yes. There's, there's so many times where people have reached out 
and and trying to uh, push me in this very direction of uh, making yeah. this podcast and um and I, I sat on my thumbs for a while <laughs> and, but but once I started doing it, it it snowballed and then boom the family we're all here and yeah. boom, we already got everything good all right oh uh, I got one more big question and and then anything else that you want to talk about and then we'll wrap it up so my, my biggest question for you is what is your spirit animal oh my gosh i've got so many yeah <laughs> well, okay what was your first what was your first what was your first first it my first is the owl and then um, I've, I've got birds birds follow me because i have a um, i'm a part of the bird um family in um the pleiades um where we're uh -huh. half, half birds so birds are always a part of my existence they've always been a part of my growing up and um wolf um the bear um, unicorns there's unicornians on other dimensions and they're a huge part of my existence and I'm um, I, I said about a couple of years ago that when planet earth reaches a certain vibration I've been a part of that vibration of bringing the unicorns back and it will be when the children's are raised to their their place of honor and sacredness the unicorns will return so the children are wow. very connected with unicorns and unicornians and the the very mystical dragons that have all been a part of earth they're not mystical mythical creatures that do not exist they're they're very real creatures but our vibration has not allowed them to be present so um, in the raising of the children and their sacred vibration and honor um, the unicorns will return and so will many other very sacred animals so um, they're all a part of our consciousness because there is no separation to what is real what's not real it's a matter of our vibration and knowingness and our playfulness within it Yes, ma'am. I definitely, I definitely feel you on there. I, I, I feel like my, a big part of my thing is like, I'm helping manifest these, these stories, um, yeah. and, and these inner, these inner stories, um, especially, you know, when I, when I hear you, you know, working to, uh, get the unicorns back here, that's, that's phenomenal. Those guys are amazing. I personally don't have any experience with unicorn beings, but, like just hearing that there's somebody working to get those guys here in this timeline for the helping and, the, and all the energy that they have to offer. I know that they're powerful beings. Um, guys, that's amazing. There are people out here doing things that we cannot wrap our minds around. That's why these stories are so personal and that's why they need to be shared. My guy is threading together realities and, and we're sharing them through story. My lady up here, uh, Joanne, is, is bringing in the unicorns by helping the kids. We have our guy in, in Mexico the other uh, in the other podcast, and we were breaking down the fabrics of reality and multidimensional uh, understanding. And then even before that, like more and more things. So guys, these things are important. Share the ideas. The ideas, the, the stories, these mental images that are created when our voices meet each other's ears that is the key to saving this whole system so share your story thank you so much for sharing with me uh joanna rose uh i definitely uh am gonna want to talk to you a little bit more after the show but i also would uh would uh you know maybe we can have you on back i mean we can cover more of a, like a focused topic on something that you'd like to share some more of yeah i would love that that'd be awesome Awesome. Maybe, maybe, maybe those unicorns. Cause I actually would love to hear more about that. I want more of the, um, I want to, I really want to expose uh, my audience to more of what we used to perceive as high fantasy, which are really our highest players in help. 
and uh, and I think that uh, you have a beautiful story in, in that in that perspective to tell as well. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that more later. So, well, we could uh, we could do a. Um, I had an inspiration the other day of, um, and I'll I'll save that for private because um, they're wanting to keep a lot kind of um, within the realm of of. Um, building the energy first before we release anything but mm. perhaps next time we come on I can channel the various beings that I've been working with over the many many years the insectoids you know the beautiful eight, eight foot spiders and all of the beautiful um, insect um, energies and beings that um, are very very highly intelligent that are helping humanity in an infinite number of ways and why some people come here with the aversions that they do because they're misunderstood to help clear and heal our understanding with insects and understanding greater compassion and our oneness for them that we are also part of the insectoid race we're a part of yeah. the cetacean race the um, dolphins the whales um, the energies and the, the love <laughs> that they hold for humanity um, and our understanding how to communicate with animals and insects and communicate with the trees and the birds it's all a vibration of consciousness through the elohim through our own vibrational um, understanding of our our wholeness so yeah uh, i i i definitely look forward to that um I, I definitely want to know more about all those beings because uh, I've actually had some personal experience with um, large spider beings. Yeah, and, um, they're great. So they're so for me, they're with me all the time. They're always, you know, in these big, um, you know, ant like like beings that they're just so they're they're so delicate and their their legs and they're I'm just so grateful, <laughs> so great. They're so delicate and they're so gentle and they're so highly, highly, highly intelligent. Um, and they, yeah, very interesting energy about them because um, yeah. they it's like they they help but in the most subtlest ways and they're they're they're, they're very much like watchers because they they think in this very dynamic way that um that i feel like is very alien to uh like a human three-dimensional consciousness and that once you extend that hand of friendship even though it looks strange and foreign um, yeah. Once that darkness is of, of the unknown is brushed away, you realize that you gain a fabulous ally. So uh, definitely that's something to look forward to on the on, on future episodes of Duke's Closet. Thank you guys so much and uh, come back next time. Did you like what you heard on the podcast today? Did it inspire you? Do you want to be on the podcast? Well, if you do, here's a way to contact me. Contact me on dupescloset at gmail.com. That's D-O-O-P-S-C-L-O-S-E-T at gmail.com. Tell me who you are. Tell me a little bit about your story. And um, let's get to know each other. Let's get you on the show. I want to share your story um, so that it can be heard the way that you believe that it should be heard. We're here to make the new legends. We got to do it one story at a time. Again, contact me at dupescloset at gmail.com.